This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Well, as kids head back to school next week, a new report on the state of the nation's children sounds the alarm on the top 10 threats to childhood. For the first time ever, the annual Raising Canada report incorporates primary research with youth and those that care for them. The sixth annual Raising Canada report is published by uh, Children's First Canada, and it's based on research conducted by the University of Calgary, the University of Toronto, and McGill University. Joining me now to talk a little bit about the top threat, uh, top 10 threats uh, to kids in Canada is Dr. Shimmy Kang. She's a, psycho- a psychiatrist, author, and a clinical associate professor at UBC. Dr. Kang, thank you for joining us today. Thank you, Jazz. Well, I'm looking forward to this conversation because, uh, it, it, you know, we can't go through all top 10, but I want to go through some of them because I think they're very important. Let's look at threat number one, which is unintentional and preventable injuries. And it basically says that unintentional injuries are the leading cause of death for children aged 1 to 14, and injuries due to recreational drug use have increased significantly due, uh, compared to pre-pandemic levels. Walk me through this. Why is this happening in regards to just the the recreational drug use Increasing. Yeah, so I mean, all of these 10 are interconnected. Um, you know, when we look at unintentional um, and drug overdoses, I would also point to threat two, which is poor mental health. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we know that there are rising rates of mental health issues, anxiety, depression. Young people are all, both self medicating. Um, but also um, have always used and experimented with substances. Uh, Some of the issues now is uh, with the fentanyl crisis, opioid crisis, uh, prescription use, uh, Adderall use, uh, out-of-control substance use, now we're seeing unintentional um, accidental overdoses that's leading to threat number one. Um, But they're all interconnected, and I would even add the use of the phone technology in that unintentional distracted driving Mm -hmm. um, accidents that are related to uh, the phone use uh, is also really important there, too. We focused a lot on on this show, uh, you know, from the day we started this on on social media and the impact it's having on kids. Just recently, we did a segment on uh, American lawyers uh, working on class action lawsuits on behalf of school districts going after, um, you know, the big tech companies. Google's, the Facebooks, in regards to the impact uh, social media is having on just not only just attention in schools, but social anxiety uh, and and the issue of mental health as well. Um, part of this is, I mean, what advice would you give parents when you when you see the you know the first two that we just talked about here, poor mental health and of course uh, preventable injuries? What kind of advice would you give parents uh, in regards to? You know, what, what, what do you think they can do? Because sometimes even as a parent, I feel overwhelmed in regards to what do you do to deal with these, these threats that are constant 24-7 with kids today? Yeah, great question. Um, you know, technology use is what I call the fire of our time. Um, it is the most important issue, I believe, facing uh, parents today. Uh, if we teach children to use it well, just like our ancestors, when we learned to harness the power of fire way back when we were hunter-gatherers, Um, You know, we went further and farther than ever before. There's real benefits to tech and social media. But if we don't um, use it well, we will get burnt and burn down the village. 
the solution I talk about, uh, I wrote a book called The Tech Solution on this, and mm-hmm. it's really about um, avoiding toxic tech, so tech that leads to, um, you know, the stress, the bullying, the sleep deprivation, limiting and monitoring uh, the sugar, the junk food tech, the dopamine uh, scrolling, the zoning out. Uh, nothing wrong with a little bit of sugar, uh, dessert, but not too much. And consuming, making that choice to consume healthy tech. So, um, you know, podcasts that teach you something, learning online, creativity, um, self-care, checking your app, um, your sleep hours. So there's a lot um, that we have to understand about tech. It's not good or bad. Same with social media. But it is linked to anxiety, depression, addiction. And most parents... Um, really uh, need to go further than just limiting time and understanding all the different varieties of tech. And I think the lowest hanging fruit is common sense limits in our school system. Um, Too many schools have open access to cell phones in the classroom, hallways, and lunchroom. Um, I'm a huge advocate for limiting that. Um, The province of Quebec just did that in classrooms. Uh, so, you know, there are things we can do. Uh, I know it's overwhelming. I have three teenagers at home. Mm-hmm. Uh, but taking the time to understand tech, just like food, there's healthy food, there's junk food, and there's toxic food. we got to use the same paradigm uh, for tech, and we have to be repetitive uh, with our messaging there. I guess, and, and as you said, they're all interconnected here. The other one, uh, threat number nine here, limited physical activity in play. Uh, and that, of course, goes back to cell phones and, and video games as well, I guess. I mean, I think it's incumbent on parents to, to, to get their kids outside, running about, just doing things, being kids, rather than being connected and, and, and spending so much time with, with cell phones and, and video games. Absolutely. And the other thing I would say is um, physical activity also needs to be free-flowing and play Um, not necessarily scheduled activities. Um, You know, I see people who are like, oh, yeah, my son plays hockey six days a week, Uh, but he's completely stressed out because he's being evaluated, there's drills. um, And what we want, the play that benefits mental and physical health the most, Mm -hmm. um, is that balance. Of course, you want to learn technical hockey skills, if that's your passion. But you also, um, the over scheduling, the over-instruction, the over-evaluation are also adding uh, to stress and perfectionism uh, that we're seeing uh, directly related to lack of resilience and anxiety in kids. Uh, Dr. Kang, thank you so much for your time today. Thank you.